0: again everybody and welcome to another episode of ball caps and bagpipes scottish baseball podcast jason i have waited so very long to say that well we're finally finally close to baseball in scotland again and uh, tonight we are joined by president of baseball scotland paul convoy we're going to get to paul in just a second let's introduce ourselves first i'm john of the Glasgow comets
1: and I'm Jason, uh, former league president and Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's good to be back. We, we've kind of taken a detour for a while. Uh, funny enough, it's the year anniversary when we had Poppy on for the first season two last year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember those times when uh, we were optimistic about potentially playing uh, a season in 2020. Um, and Poppy was, of course, very excited about all the tournaments that the ladies had coming up at the time. Um, if we had only known the impact that COVID-19 was going to have on the game here. Um, fortunately, things are looking up, as we said. Um, we are joined by Paul Convoy. Uh, we're going to touch on what we've been up to over the off-season in a moment, but first, welcome back to the show, Paul. Hi, hello. How are you doing? Doing very well, man. And how are you doing? I'm
2: OK. These uh, latest announcements have been music to my ears.
0: So. <laughs> Great to hear you, man. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, why don't you straight away uh, get into those announcements, uh, what's been announced recently and how does it affect Scottish baseball? Well, with
2: the, the First Minister announcing that non-contact sport can resume for people up to 15, we have got the green light to start training, in small groups obviously, but at least it's a, it's a start, uh, so we give the green light at the league AGM on Sunday for all clubs to start, pretty much as soon as they were able. Um, most will be this Sunday coming. Um, so if anyone's looking to join a team, reach out to the local team there and see if you can go along and join in a session. Um, there will be track and trace and all the actions there, like you know, washing balls and bats and stuff. But we have the protocols in place from when we did this last year, um, and we can guarantee there will be competitive
0: baseball um, in, in Scotland this year. Just to, just to hammer that home, Paul, you are, in fact, I guaranteeing there will be a will season be, of football. Yes. That's amazing to <laughs> hear. It's music, it's music to my ears, man. Um, now, let's talk about the protocols. Uh, you mentioned the COVID protocols from last year. Um, are they going to stay exactly the same, or have there been extra protocols added as, as the recent developments potentially led to there not being so many of them? What's the uh,
2: there? To be honest, the the play protocols we had with BSUK and Sports Scotland, they would collaboration between the three three of us there they were very robust and they covered absolutely everything and there's nothing really changing within that um the the biggest hurdle right now we've got is the travel restrictions um, because you're kind of limited to your own local area um so these groups are 15 it's only really for the local people to get together. Um but with the announcements today that these are going to start easing off the beginning of April and then hopefully by the end of April will be, will be good to go, uh, and we are penciling in a date of the start of a proper season, however that may look, uh, at the start of June,
0: to play time of train and get ready for uh, the baseball. Brilliant. Um, now we are starting the season in June. How many games? Will this season uh, look, how, how, how in terms of the number of games, how does this season look compared to others? Uh, I I don't imagine we'll have 18, 20 games this year. Uh, what can we expect to see in terms um, of the structure? Those, those are, That's still under discussion with, uh, at the board level. Um,
2: we had a discussion around like, how much we wanted to promise players because one of the big things last year was, especially at, at club level, managers thought that they were promising things and then taking them away. Just as quickly, and um, the, the big one being the battle for Britain last year, where we were all set to go, and the travel restrictions changed, and you know, and the whole, the whole dynamic because it COVID changed, you know, the threat level went up, with catching, it and all this, and we just, we, we couldn't feel the team in the end, um, and that was the same for the half the guys that were able and willing to go, but then, you know, only half the team you can not or not, um, so we wanted to try and avoid that. And here I'm saying we're gonna have a baseball season, so I'm kinda kind, of, kind of messed up a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> and however that may look, we're not we're not entirely sure. But we we do want to, you know, at least say that there will be competitive play. Um and by August and it's September we we'll should, we should have a full season. Um however that may look. And hopefully know, the vaccination programmes rolled out and we're all we're all Came to return to semi-normal life, I suppose, um, and baseball's been part of that, which is
0: man. It's absolutely brilliant news, man. Um, now, going back to the AGM from the other day, uh, we've got the great news about a 2021 season and COVID, and, and maybe you know a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel there. Um, were there any other highlights from the AGM that you can share with us? Uh, anything exciting in terms of the development of the game? Outside so, of that?
2: Through 2020. The board got together because we had a lot of our time, uh, and we've, we've drew up for development. As part of that, we're, we're trying to focus on getting more people involved, obviously. And as part of that, we're also looking to make the league a bit more competitive. And to fall in line with the rest of British baseball, ultimately the ultimate goal is to split into two levels: a higher level and a lower level. So this year, we're trying, trialing a, a seven-inning league game with a three-inning or, you know, hour-long hour, hour development game. So it gives rookies a chance to to get some game time in, to learn the game, because it's the best way to learn by playing it. And it allows us to develop new pitchers, new catchers, uh, and even new umpires as well, so they can get some, some experience in that as well. So we're going to pile that this year um, with the opportunity that we've got, um, especially with uh, the likelihood that... Uh, the Giants still won't be taking part in the in the league this year um, and Aberdeen aren't sure of their numbers returning back to their club so they're likely only going to field one team this year. Just as we get the grips with how 2020 was impact for clubs um, you know, we just don't know who's going to come back. We have a big international contingent in the play in the league and the last thing we want to do is make a commitment that we're going to field a team and realise that some of those players can't make back, or rather decided to to move on because of the the lockdown.
0: Yeah, um, now you mentioned the teams that will be taking part, obviously. You mentioned it's not likely that the Edinburgh Giants will be back this year. Um, I know that the the long-term plan is probably for them to return to the league at some point. Interesting that you mentioned Aberdeen. Uh, obviously, the Oilers have gone from strength to strength to strength in the past few years. The Aberdeen Express, in their first season of twenty nineteen, uh, they lit the league in fire. I think yeah, they were runners up. I, I think they were runners up in the league table, and obviously, I believe were also runners up in the, um, Caledonia Classic. Um, so which of the sides is it that's struggling? Uh, are you able to say? or in um, what? I think it's, it's a collective of both teams. There was a,
2: and in the Aberdeen Club, there's a big university presence there. Yeah. And the, the way that university students are, it's some had to go home because of the, the lockdown and the pandemic. And some decided not to come back. Some are still not able to return because of various rules and restrictions. So right now, the, the goal is that two will be fielded. But until they get players back on the field not going to who's, know who's there, um, so yeah. There's 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 a plan A and a plan B for Aberdeen. There's a plan A and a plan B for Edinburgh. There's a plan A and a plan B for the league. Um there's so, <laughs> still still a lot of questions to be answered regarding play, but definitely looking towards a positive. Work there
0: will be a. In fact, uh, let's look for a moment into the future. Uh, you've mentioned there the development system that you're. Kind of working on. Um, I think it's an interesting development that um, I'm particularly interested in the umpire inside of it. I've gave umpire in a bash last year in a, a friendly game, and uh, I've you know I've had some kind words for umpires in the past, and let's just say it was a bit of an eye opener. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of all the experience. A, yeah, there's uh, something new appreciation for, when you're standing there. Yeah, you. <laughs> and a new respect for the boys in blue. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so, Tell us a wee bit more about that, if you can. Uh, how long has this project been in the pipeline? Um, where do you anticipate that going? Do you anticipate that going from the one-hour game into a separate league or a separate division? Um, will there be new teams coming out of this? What What's the plan going forward?
2: Right now, it's, it's just to see where it takes us. Um, the goal is to have two separate leagues, one at, a AAA, AAA level and one at single A we are the only league in the UK that don't have that designation. Mm-hmm. And of course, our, our mantra as an organisation is that everybody plays. If you want to play baseball, you get to come play baseball with us. You know, we're, we're one, we can't be, <laughs> and, and two, we, we want people to enjoy and fall in love with the sport like we all have. So in order to grow it, we've got to give opportunity there for people who are a bit less confident and allow them to grow their confidence. Um, and that can be playing or umpiring um, and pitching as well it allows pitchers to to hone their skills um, and the long term plan is that we'll have two separate leagues if that means more teams that's great it might just be a team has a, a higher level and a lower level um, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes but yeah we're kind of hope for the next like five years to,
0: to gradually build this up excellent Um, Now we've talked briefly about the three areas that already had established teams. What about Tayport? Is Tayport sticking around? Um, Will Jason West's team be fielding a team this year? Um, And if so, I think they're a wee bit similar, I guess, to Aberdeen, but there is the chance that Aberdeen will be able to field two teams and they could play each other in a worst-case scenario. Where does Tayport fit in if the travel restrictions are sticking around for the time being? Well, so this
2: this is one hurdle we're going to have to cross if we are restricted by travel eh, for any length, length time in the future. Um, but people are absolutely part of this league. Um, the work that Jason West and the guys up there have put in has, is phenomenal. They really should be commended for the amount of work it's, he's done. Um, already they're part of the community up there. Um, there's cementing plans for youth development and. You know, they've, they've got the field built. They're looking at a backstop. They've sponsorship opportunities coming up. Yeah, that, that club's going strength to strength. They have even played a competitive game of baseball. It's amazing.
1: I'm actually surprised they don't have a second team already by now. He's in an extra year to go work on it. So <laughs> You never know. He could come announce us next week, so now we've got another 12 guys. we got a second team to play against <laughs> If things are
0: happening that fast. I wouldn't have put it past them. Yeah, I mean, they practically built a field overnight. Those guys. <laughs> um, you touched on youth development. Um, we saw a wee bit of that in Glasgow the last year or so, and obviously in Edinburgh, that's been a bit of a you know, there's been a program in Edinburgh for a few years. Um, has there been any discussion about wider about youth development as a wider project across the league? Um, and if so um what's the plan for youth development moving forward like the under 14s so to speak
2: yeah again it's it's part of our development plan we have different sections for each each area the the, the plan for youth was just to initially have a strong presence in each in each club uh, the, the youth program in edinburgh uh, dips in and out um, and that's mainly due to just having the manpower to run it um the volunteer coach there, Ritzabowski, is is a fantastic coach, but he's not on social media, so it's hard to <laughs> you know get things advertised and there's really not much help from either, which is the problem. So we're looking to fix that in Edinburgh. There in Glasgow, um there's no affiliation to the Glasgow Club, but it's BSC, a sports group in Glasgow that run the baseball training and I know that the comics players are uh, the coaching there, um, Jason Stott and Annie Quinn and I think Harry Price was there for a while as well last year. Um, so they're they're looking to return, as far as I'm aware. Um, the, Aberdeen, uh, the Aberdeen Coups, as they're called, youth, youth club up there, they are going for strength. strength. They should have some graduates uh, joining the league this year from that team, that, um, and and more in the pipeline. Um, so hopefully, we, in the table, you we're know, making plans for theirs. The actual plan is just to get a gathering of youths to play baseball um, and if we have to form two teams out of those four four clubs we'll do that just to get a game happening the long-term goal for that is to split into age groups and um, we're looking to see if we can get into schools and have a contact with uh, bsuk and sports scotland there that are willing to form an input um, and see see how they can help it's, again it's just going to take time but that's Part of, our, part of our plans is to really grow the youth system. Without the youth system, we're not going to grow. We need, we need the kids
0: to become adults that want to
2: play. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, how do we go about, because, you know, I've been playing for a few years now. You guys have both obviously been part of the league far longer than I have. And, um, you know, something that I've never really seen happen in Baseball Scotland is getting into schools and colleges uh, all that much. And, um, what can we do to change that, and why? Why do you think that hasn't been the case before? No, it's it's, it's difficult.
2: It's you've got to have the right paperwork for a start, you know, yeah. and and getting DSC checked isn't cheap for a club. Um, but with BSUK's charter that we have signed up to, they have a full safeguarding policy, and they are they are helping you go through that. So with their help, we'll get the right certification and right, right set there that we can then say, here here we are, we are safeguarding accredited. We're going to go into a sort of classroom environment and try and sell baseball as a sport. Um, so that's, that's, I, th- I think that's been the biggest blocker historically. And it's, again, it comes down to volunteers. Someone they're willing to put the time in. And I yeah. think than ever we have got those people that are willing to do it
1: yeah Excellent. i can say from my perspective it was a lot to do is like um uh, I, I actually worked for a council and i said we to these people directly and they literally had zero interest in putting baseball in the schools because then you've got to go teach every after school uh, counselor how to play the sport like that there and they go we just don't have time you know i don't have the time to go and learn this sport uh, and then learn teach my kids that. So it's much easier to go say rounders or something else that we already know that they're familiar with. And then the people that want to find baseball can go out and find it. And that was where they looked at it there.
2: I think part of the key is working with the softball leagues as well and see if maybe softball is an easier option to get into schools. Because that can be the sort of gateway game to, to playing baseball. Um, so if... And school play softball they can maybe then come into the baseball clubs and have the basics and be ready to go
1: so it's a tough one like i said you've got to find someone from softball that wants to work with you again that's 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 a challenge as well we won't go down that road anywhere there but yeah so i think uh john probably doesn't know all the stuff that goes behind that there but yeah i mean we had one point wolfie was teaching a class for 10 weeks long um and it was like 30 40 kids and we all said you know what there's free baseball if you come up uh, a couple hours later to the field and we not didn't have anyone show up so that might have been on wolfie and i'm not going to lie that could definitely <laughs> have been on wolfie
0: <laughs> i mean wolfie as lovely as he is he's um <laughs> he's got he's got um quite an intense individual
1: he's got personality he's got a lot of personality <laughs>
2: I love, I love the manny bits, but yeah, he's, he's 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 quite fuel on at times.
1: Yeah, I'll say it. He's
0: pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 33 year old man, and the guy terrifies me. So <laughs> no, that's
1: all right. Like I guess we all. Wolfie. I mean, Wolfie is a legend. Like, I mean, he he's the more. No one's more passionate about playing baseball than Wolfie. I mean, he's sure. like, logged more miles than all of us combined, and then. For sure. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yes.
2: every, every, everyone playing baseball in Scotland
0: wrote a little bit to, to that man it's absolutely true I completely agree yeah um, certainly it was the I would say absolutely deserving first ever Scottish Baseball Hall of Famer alongside uh, my esteemed co-host here um, a couple of years back uh, what's the plans for the Hall of Fame this year are we looking at uh, the awards done on the Hall of Fame or is this something that's <laughs> not going <be> to at
1: <laughs>
2: it's hard enough to try to organise a season John <laughs> <laughs>
1: We literally have training starting this weekend, John, Gonson, about <laughs> dinners and award shows. Are you angling to be the host? Is that the question here? Because I'm going to miss this one then. <laughs> I mean, I might or may
0: not want to MC it, yeah. You and I do <laughs> that every year, I think. Uh, we should always be the MCs. Um, <laughs>
1: I I would do that to see you in a tuxedo or the kilt
0: we'll we'll go for it (laughs) now that you mention it actually that may not be such a good idea
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: let's talk more about the UK scene Um, you've mentioned obviously the Baseball Scotland signing up to the BS UK Charter and all that Um, what's the landscape looking like for UK tournaments, are we looking like we might get some in later in the year or is this something that you're going to put off just now for you know for a Scottish season just now, and then maybe revisit it next year? What's the plan at the moment, Paul? Uh, we had
2: we signed up to the battle for Britain again. Um, mm-hmm. Initially, I was going to suggest we hold off just because of the you know the, the COVID. <laughs> um, but when they announced that they were holding it at Farnham Park, I thought yeah, that's that's too good an opportunity to miss. If if no one's been to that complex down in, down in Slough, um it is a fantastic baseball setup. Um I was lucky enough to go down there and watch uh Ren control and, and Connor Smith when they were representing the Lancashire Legends with Coach Gerard down there. And I was down for a weekend visiting my brother in London. Took the trip out there, and watched Socially Distant, um and it was it's it's, it's a great setup, you know. For for our guys to go down there and play on full diamonds that are fully enclosed for backstop, dugouts a lot, that'd be a great opportunity. Um, And of course, we still had our money banked from 2020 anyway. (laughs) So, so yeah, we we want to go. The the plans there is this last weekend in May, Um, all going to plan. We will be able to travel. That was announced today. Um, And it's, it's set up into two two groups. We have been put into the higher group, along with Northern Knights, who are the reigning champions since we've the there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Southwest Rebeldes, um the Vetra guys, um, I believe, the well, the Buccaneers, obviously, are the ones organising it. Yep. Um, and I think the Bracknell Blazers are going to be in our team, which is a team of former uh, National League players here in the UK. And um, so that, that's that's set to be a, a fantastic opportunity. Obviously, there's been a development that announced today in our league that's got my heart rocking for that team. <laughs> I won't go into that, but um, yeah, it, if we can field a, a small team there, we've got a good chance to campaign.
0: Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. There might be a massive piece of that that national team that, that won't be around by the time the Battle for Britain happens. Um, gutting, but um, it'll, be, it'll be just exciting, I think, if we can get a chance to go down. Um, Obviously, we were, I think it was touch and go right up until the last minute last year when it came to the Battle of Britain in terms of whether Baseball Scotland would be able to go down. And obviously, eventually, it turned out that it just wasn't yeah. in the pipeline. So it'll be great to go down there. I mean, I, I haven't actually been to any the kind of national team tournaments so I'm definitely hoping to get down um, and actually represent Scotland for a change uh, instead of sitting at home um, (laughs) wishing I was there. Um, So that's great news uh, on on the Battle for Britain front. As for the other national side, Women's Baseball Scotland, do we have any idea um what kind of a season the women will have uh, in 2021? Are they are they optimistic about getting games in? Are they looking at tournaments or are they going to have to wait a bit yeah, longer? So
2: the, the the women's league is run through the BBF. Um the Aberdeen Thistles are the team from Scotland that's entered that. Um, but we've also we're also setting up a team based in Stirling. Um, mm-hmm. the reason we're going to base it in Stirling is was so players from Edinburgh, Glasgow and anywhere else in base, central Scotland can basically get together in a central point, Scotland, nice and easy to get to and the university team there are developing a fantastic field it's probably going to be the most beautiful backdrop it is the most beautiful backdrop it will be the prettiest field in the UK, I swear to God you've got left, left field, has got views of the Wallace Monument right field, has got views of the local hills, it's a beautiful sight up there and, and they'll change the facilities and stuff. I'm a little bit biased because I went to Southern University.
1: I was going to say, I was getting into <laughs> um. I don't think John knew that. So, so
0: you've
1: really
2: well here. <laughs> yeah, so I'll come oh, no, I'm, I'll be serious with that. The, the views from the, the home plate area are great. I umpired a, a university game um, in 2019 in there. And, you know, just between innings, I was just looking about. and
0: going, this is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a far cry from uh, the Batters be in Berlini prison in Glasgow.
1: <laughs> I think it's called heavy character. Come on now. It's like Wolfie. It's <laughs> that character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, it's, yeah. It's, it's,
0: not, then, it's
2: not. Yeah, the, the, the scratch team for the women's team, we're it a scratch team. It's yet to be named. Um, and we're hoping this to get as much women in Scotland playing as, as possible. Um, and it gives them a an incentive. To play. The games that are gonna happen, they'll be happening um I think this right now it's tentative dates, but they'll taking place on Saturdays. So they won't impact the regular season in the rest of the UK. Um because all games in the UK are played on a Sunday. And so that's that's another another plus. Um the the women's league's a massive thing, and the 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 manager of the the women's gb national team doris she's she's very keen to hold tryouts up in Scotland, or for all the women up here looking to to get an opportunity to play for the gb national team and um, and the coaches have been announced for the team super superb announcements and um, they really are setting this this women's team up to be, be the
0: best it possibly can be excellent man um let's uh, end the unless list. Jason, you I, have been... I was going to jump in there.
1: So you mentioned Sterling Uni. I know they're not associated with the league, um, but how, how have they progressed? I uh, I see occasional posts on Instagram from them. But that's really about it, because I know uh, we talked about reaching out to them last year, and of course everything's been locked down now, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they, they feed some information to you from time to time to let them know how they're doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got our little back and forth going sometimes. Um, the, the big thing for the university teams in Scotland is that it's not, baseball is now part of the box Sports Programme. So they can get funding from, from the box Programme and the universities have taken an active role in helping them out, um, which has been instrumental for Stirling. Without that, I don't think they'd have got the the, the progress they made. And um, it also gives us opportunity to set up more university teams. And the more that are set up, then the bigger chance Got of growing the university league, and you have a, as Aberdeen have shown, if you've got a strong university team, you've then got a strong city team because some of the players will feed into that. So, the long term plan for Stirling is to get a city team set up in Stirling to go alongside the university team and the women's team, mm-hmm. um, and we'll hopefully get university teams set up in Glasgow, Dundee, and Edinburgh as well
1: cool yeah it's just like i said everyone's probably see a post and they're like oh we got we got like 20 gloves so here's some new bats. and it's just like wow okay <laughs> it's still alive so i just but it's one of those things that i know we're going to reach out to them and ask them how things are going there um and i'm assuming there must be some sort of university league possibly happening as well too or maybe they're going to wait until next fall when they, i think that's when they normally play anyways
2: yes yeah the, the season's not the regular summer season because the universe is closed during the summer but yeah, they've they've got a few dates. Um, and unfortunately there's just not enough Scottish teams just now to play that many games. But there's two teams up in Aberdeen and one in Sterling that play each other throughout the university season. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was
1: about it. It was just one of those things uh we, do, we just wanted to yawn short and quick, you know, find out what's going on with the world here. We're excited. <laughs> it's been a year since we've had like a game <laughs> about, about baseball in
0: Scotland. So Yeah.
2: Well no, <laughs> fingers crossed we can get going soon.
1: Yeah, let's hope
0: so. Um, got a few comments here on the stream. Lawrence Cameron says the Oilers are going to hit hard this season. Just saying. Uh look forward to seeing that, Lawrence. Uh, it's always a pleasure to drive three hours into Aberdeen. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I've never hit well uh, in Aberdeen the few times I've been there, so uh, I've always had a bit of a miserable time, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Luke Arachuk says great. That is great. The, the news is just fantastic. It's like a new lease of life for, for baseball fans in Scotland after what feels like an age without the game. Um, it, it's going to be great to get back about it. Uh, Raf Devad, which I believe is Davy Farr backwards, says, uh, we're going to go in Tayport. That's great to hear. Um, and the Tayport Baseball Club Facebook has said, awards or not, we are having a party. End of season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Evans says uh, he'll be there for the Battle of Britain. And uh, it says the university season goes from September to March. So it's kind of like uh, a reverse uh, of ours. Well, um, um, it's
1: pretty good September to March. So, you know, you can get the games in. Sure,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Paul. Uh, if you stick with us, we're going to do our MLB 2021 predictions. So if you want to chuck in mm-hmm. your, uh, your picks, uh, we're just going to go with division winners and a World Series winner this year, Jason. Um, so I'll let you, Jason, start. What's your picks for the 2021 Major League season?
1: Well, I mean, it's going to be the Mariners all the way. It's their season. They're going to pull it all in. They're going to pull it all together. Uh, uh, it should be a good one. So I, I think uh, for the, the NL, I hate to say it, it's going to be the Dodgers. I think they're best my Padres. For the AL, uh, probably the Yankees. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it pains me to say that, but I'm going to root for the Dodgers over the Yankees in the World Series. So, easy picks, but I think there's just too much money floating around that uh, you can't compete with these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, I
0: think it will be the Dodgers and Yankees in the World Series, but I have Garrett Cole defeating Trevor Bauer in Game 7, um, <laughs> Number 28. Um, that's my dream scenario. That's what I'm going to predict is going to happen, and I really hope so because I really hate Trevor Bauer. Um, Paul, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on the upcoming uh, 162 game full major league uh, season in
2: 2021? Yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of in the same boat as you two, which makes it kind of boring. Um, <laughs> I want I really want the Padres to do well, uh, I, I, I want to see them make the world series instead of the Belgium. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe that's what we should ask. We we'll see a Dodgers-Yankees one, but who who do you think could sneak in there? So, yeah, the, the Padres are the one I would think I'm rooting to sneak in there. Well, uh, Lawrence uh,
0: Cameron has commented again on his stream and he says Cardinals. Um, Stephen Evans has just said Cardinals are going to shock everyone and win it all. He's divisional. Um, I think, he's, he's, <laughs> think Steven's had a few. Um, It's absolutely great Let me just uh, take a second actually To say it's great to have Stephen back in the league Um, He headed back over to the States A few years back Um, He has however returned to Scotland full time He's now living here And uh, he's going to be back in the league uh, Back on the field It's great to have him back And uh, Jamie Keith says Two homers right there (laughs) 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 <laughs> That's because uh, he's a Cubs
1: fan. His <laughs> loyalty getting all lined up here.
0: Yeah. Uh, my very good uh, friend and teammate Danny Quinn says the National League is really close if Dodgers bottle it. Mets, Braves, and Padres are all strong contenders. Um, Lawrence is asking if we saw Molina's pick off against the Astros. Um, did anyone see that? I, I didn't. No. I don't really, I don't I, I, really watch spring training. training.
1: I don't turn in until the last week of spring training. That's
0: it. Same. I'm more or less the same. I'll check out – generally, I check out highlights. I get it cool starts and any, any interesting stuff that happens with the Yankees, but nothing really
1: beyond that. the guy um, has three numbers on his back, I don't care. <laughs> yeah
0: that's a rather a harsh way to put it Jason but
1: uh, okay. no, you know I touch you. I, I check in on the our, our major rookies so the, the Mariners outfield rookie prospects are going to be awesome
0: yeah Hopefully. I mean the
1: Mariners first, first day of
0: spring trading, last day last day of July I mean, the Mariners roster always looks like a spring training roster so.
1: you know what? our roster changes so much every every season like, I can't even tell you <laughs> the starting lineup is and it might even change for opening days so you know you, for one of those kind of things that's going on there but uh, yeah yeah. yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm shooting for a 500 season that's that's my goal this year, 500
0: I don't think the Marners are far off that to be honest um, You know, they've got some talented young players, they just need to put it together and, and click and be allowed to stay together long enough to click um, so Steve Evans miss you guys, we've missed you too it's going to be great and uh, hopefully we'll get Steve on the show uh, really done everyone's sleeping on the D-backs, trust me I don't like to talk about the Diamondbacks in the World Series chances um, <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the Diamondbacks winning the World Series is literally my living nightmare.
1: A 20 year anniversary? It sounds like a good time for 20, <laughs> 20
0: you Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good things. No don't bring that up and also it makes me feel really fucking old because it means it's 20 years since i started watching baseball
1: i'll get you that that, uh, that vhs copy i saw on ebay when you can watch it at your place say, oh god oh. Uh,
0: yeah i remember you talking about that please don't <laughs> <laughs> if you value my sanity at all don't don't get me that um, <laughs> steve evans is uh picked back at uh, rory let's keep this in reality here rory i think we should just we should just sit for another and read the comments that's just, that's <laughs> <important>. all
1: <laughs> right hey let's close it up Like everyone that commented it's great to hear from you guys we're super excited that we're going to be doing this week in week out we'll be doing it every tuesday night from nine o'clock we're going to get yep. everyone on that we want to get on there um i mean we we had a great time doing the negro league fundraiser and we're enjoying talking to these artists but again like it is a scottish baseball podcast it's and great it's great awesome to, to, to have to everyone it.
0: back in here it's great to get back to Scottish baseball and we will still be doing the NLBM art stuff uh, from time to time whenever we have a guest. Um, we should probably touch on that before we close up. Uh, anyone who hasn't been aware of it, uh, over the off-season, we became involved in a really great project, the NLBM art. It was uh, the October campaign ran from the 4th to the 10th of October. We interviewed 39 sports artists and makers in three weeks um, for that project. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and we've continued to support that since uh, interviewing some great people. Just last week, we spoke to the hilarious and talented uh, Donna Muscarella, um, a Yankees fan, Paul. I always <laughs> know how much I love my Yankees. <laughs> it's been great doing that. And we're going to continue doing that. However, ball caps and bike pipes, season three, this is where it starts. Yeah. Let's play some fucking baseball, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, we're, we're, we're not supporting, we're still supporting the Negro League Museum, but we're focused more now on the Sean Gibson Association and the Buck, uh, Buck Leonard. Um, and yep. his. So we have news coming out in two weeks on that. I know. Yep. So hopefully we'll get a chance
0: to speak to Tad uh, or even some of the families uh, about that news. Um, so watch this space. Um, you can keep up with everything that we are doing here on Facebook facebook.com slash caps and pipes you probably know that <laughs> you're, you're you're watching it um or also twitter at caps and pipes on twitter and uh, we're also on instagram at ball caps and bagpipes
1: yeah we that? only
0: update the guests and stuff like there so don't look for yeah. a lot of us on instagram there yeah um you can find us uh, on anchor it's anchor.fm slash caps and pipes um and we put out the audio version of this podcast on pretty much all the usual podcast platforms spotify iTunes, all the rest, just search for ball caps and bagpipes. Paul, where can people keep up with the goings-on at Baseball Scotland? Right now, the best place is our social media channels on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Much like all the clubs, um, they have Twitter and Facebook as well, so the best place to keep up with all the information is on social media. Yeah. Um, I think the Twitter's at Scots underscore baseball, isn't it? And it's just Baseball Scotland on Facebook, if I remember, if I remember rightly. It's been a while. So yeah. <laughs> be
2: wrong, we'll, right? get our, we'll get our website fixed. It's, it seems, it seems to fall apart, isn't so. we'll no, it? That
0: um, Andy Vaughn says, good work, guys, and thanks for the upcoming season info. Paul, I'll second that. Paul, well, thanks so much for coming on. Saeed, Dickie, um, perfect way to close things. Great stuff, as always, guys. Thanks, Saeed. Um And we uh, look forward to speaking to you and uh, everyone else around the league. As we go on, I've been joined, Michaela.
1: I'm Jason Hey Thanks.
0: Thank you so much again, Paul. And thanks for watching, everybody. Bye bye.